0: Hello and welcome to theater five from otrgold.com this episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors
1: theater five presents the avenger
2: Good evening. Uh, Mr. Capo, my name is John York. What do you want? Sir, are you the Dominic Capo who was involved in a car accident uh, last year? You from the insurance company? No, 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 I'm I'm not... say?
0: What does he want, Dominic?
2: What do you want to see me for, mister? It's about that old woman that you ran over, uh, Mrs. Perry. So what about her? Uh, I think it might be better if we talk privately. First, do you say what you want, eh? Uh,
0: come in, mister. Come in. Hey, Josephine, shut up. I don't know this man. he... <laughs> you want all the neighbors to hear? All
2: right. All right, come in. Thank you. Well, what do you want? Mr. Capo, when you killed Mrs. Perry.
0: What do you mean, killed? My Dominique, he don't kill nobody. The grand jury said it was an accident. That old lady, she run right in front of the car. She don't look out. Hey,
3: shut up, please, Josephine. I don't got to explain no more to nobody.
2: The grand jury didn't indict you, Mr. Capo, did it? No. No. Well, that's the trouble, you see.
0: Eh? What trouble?
2: Mrs. Perry doesn't agree with the grand jury.
0: What do you say?
2: Mrs. Perry still holds you responsible for her death, sir. Oh,
3: to say pazzo so You talk crazy, mister. Hey, mister, uh, what do
2: you say your name? York, uh, John York. Mr. York, how this uh, old lady can say anything about me? She dead? Yes, I know. You uh, feel all uh, right, mister? I can't blame you for doubting my sanity, Mr. Capo. But I beg you to believe me. I'm in communication with the dead.
0: Get it. Dominic, this man, he's out of his mind.
2: Do you think the Federal Broadcasting Company would hire a crazy man as an electronics engineer, Mrs. Capo? Hey. How we know you work for them. Oh, well, here's my employee identification card.
0: I don't care. Nobody can talk with dead people, not even the old country.
2: I'm here to prove it to you.
0: Ah, Sure, sure. Hey, mister, you go now, eh? You come back next morning.
2: Shut up, please,
3: Josephine. Uh, You... You gonna prove you talk with a dead old lady?
2: I'm afraid I must, Mr. Capo. What she say, eh? She wants revenge. On me? She's passed sentence on you from the other world. A death sentence.
0: Oh, mamma mia. Hey,
2: you got a gun? No. But I am here to execute you, Mr. Capo. By prayer. Oh,
0: call the police, Dominic. Shut up.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: you, uh, You gonna pray
3: me to death, eh?
2: Yes. I must. I suggest, Mr. Capo, that you start your own prayers now. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Old Lady Perry in the sky, you listening?
3: Well, go ahead. Take your revenge.
2: a <laughs> <the> Lawyer 101. <laughs> Sumera, comma, hey, hey, What kind of praying you call that, eh? Speaking in tongues, Mr. Capo. It's the spirit speaking through <laughs> me. Get out of here, you crazy. Uh, uh,
3: Josephine, please. Why you bother a man when he's praying somebody to death, eh? <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. York. Pray some more.
2: Cherry you Losando Murder! Manifo,
0: you pray my Dominic die he die! Amen <laughs> Good. Yes?
2: Uh, Mrs. Tashley, my name is uh, John York. I wonder if I could speak to you for a moment, please.
0: Well, my husband's not home. Come back tonight.
2: But it's you I want to see. What about? It's about your husband's first wife, Suzanne.
0: Come in. Now, what about Suzanne?
2: You know, of course, that she killed herself.
0: Boo hoo hoo.
2: Oh, really, Mrs. Tashley?
0: Oh, don't really, me. The woman was an impossible neurotic. She drove Frank half mad.
2: Yes, but, well, you did take him away from her, didn't you?
0: Oh, that wasn't hard. If I hadn't, some other... Who are you? How do you happen to know so much about my affairs?
2: I talked to Suzanne last week.
0: Really? Suzanne killed herself two years ago.
2: Yes, I know.
0: What is this? Some kind of sick joke?
2: No, I assure you it's no joke.
0: Then what's this all about?
2: I'm afraid, Mrs. Teschler, Suzanne blames you for taking her husband away and driving her to suicide.
0: Blames? (laughs) What are you talking about? She's dead. She can't blame anybody.
2: But she does. And she wants you punished. Oh,
0: you'd better see a psychiatrist, my friend. Now get out of here before I scream for the police. I'm
2: sorry, Mrs. Tashler, but I'm instructed to pray the powers of the other world for your death. Oh. oh. Sumpela, Mokara, Palusin, Durea, You're Sabina, called? Epinesca, Terasin, Femulsala, Sopendio, Dominatus, Malaya... Well, Sencima hello, please. My name is Mrs. Linda Tashler, Rotis 242,
0: Tashler.
2: 242 T- South Wyodera oh. yes. Book. Can you hear me?
1: Oh, What's man. the matter there? Hey, hello, Mrs. Tashler. Hello. Hello. I'm
2: very sorry. Mrs. Tashler isn't able to continue her call. What happened? Her heart has stopped beating.
3: Check him out? Yeah, it's just what he told Mrs. Capo. He's an electronics engineer with Federal Broadcasting, doing uh, experimental work in shortwave radio. Yeah, we got a nut on our hands, Anderson, a real pistachio. How does he do it, Lieutenant? Voodoo, some kind of witch doctor magic. Mm, it could be something like Except that. Except I don't believe it. Did you ever hear of voodoo killing anybody? Really killing them? Well, Australian Aborigines are supposed to be able to murder a man by what they call uh, pointing the bone. How? A well, medicine man points an animal bone at a victim and chants some kind of mumbo-jumbo death prayer. And it works? Yeah, the uh, victim usually gets sick and dies. But in the name of heaven, why? Maybe because he's convinced he's doomed if the medicine man says so, just loses the will to live. <laughs> oh, brother. Well, anyway, that's what the Australian police... Say. All right, all right. How could it work here? We're not a bunch of superstitious natives. Yeah. Well, I wish I knew the answer, Lieutenant. Well, heaven help us if it's what you think it is, Anderson. This nut will be able to run around knocking off anybody you don't like. But what can we do about it? Are you kidding? We're going to get that guy out of circulation fast. That's what we're going to do. But how? Arrest him, of course. On what charge? Praying a man to death? Well, there's no law against that. Lieutenant Ryan... We can't stop that man. 2.26. 2.26. I guess this is York's house. Hey, hey, Lieutenant, look at this. This whole front door, it's a mirror. Will you stop admiring yourself and lean on the bell? Well, there, there isn't any. Then knock. <laughs> Suppose I crack it. Seven years' hard luck. <laughs> hey. hey, it opened by itself. Oh, boy, we got a pistachio, all right.
2: Good
3: evening, gentlemen. Come in. I've been expecting you. Lieutenant Ryan, Homicide. This is Detective Anderson. You John York?
2: Yes, I am. Please uh, do come in,
3: gentlemen. Um, what uh, opened that door, Mr. York? Oh,
2: it's really a two-way glass, Mr. Anderson. That lets me see who it is from the living room. I just press the button. The door operates electronically. I see. Very clever. Oh, it's really quite simple. I'm an electronics engineer.
1: With an
3: unusual hobby, eh, Mr. York? Oh, do you mean the death prayers? I don't mean winks. Are you going to accuse me of murder?
1: Uh, yeah, you
3: might say that. You did kill Dominic Capo, didn't you? I was instrumental in his death,
2: yes. And Mrs. Linda Tashler? I was also instrumental in her death, Lieutenant.
3: Any more people you were nice enough to say prayers
2: for? Why, uh, yes, there were ten others. Ten? What? Mm-hmm. The coroner might have diagnosed them as cases of simple heart failure. That's how they die, you know.
3: No, no, I don't know. I don't know a lot about this crazy business. Mister, I sure aim to find out. I'll tell you
2: all that I can, Lieutenant. You'll bet you will, Mr. York. Because you're under arrest for murder. I would like to prevent you from making a fool of yourself, Lieutenant. Oh,
3: would you now?
2: Well, you see, I'm perfectly aware that I've committed no legal crime. I haven't used a murder weapon of any kind. The district attorney would have to prove that prayer can actually kill a man. I don't think he can.
3: Well, you know you did
2: it. Of course. But if I don't choose to testify, what jury would believe that I can pray a man to death? Do you believe it yourself, Lieutenant?
3: Oh, I... I, Anderson, say something! Uh, Mr. York, uh, let's be frank. I don't think Lieutenant Ryan or I have ever come up against anything like this before. We're, um, well, I I guess uh, stumped is the word. Well, of course, and
2: I do sympathize,
3: gentlemen... Did you mean what you said about wanting to help us? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. I have nothing to hide, Mr. Anderson. Well, then, would you uh, at least satisfy my curiosity? How are you able to kill people by prayer, Mr. York? And uh, why do you do it?
2: Well, now, please understand, I have no personal grievance against any of the 12 victims. In fact, I, I didn't even know them. Oh, this guy's gone, really gone. Anderson, phone for the wagon. Now, take it easy, Lieutenant. No, no, gentlemen, I'm perfectly sane and rational. Rational? You kill a dozen people you don't even know, and you're rational? Perhaps everything will be clearer if I take you to my laboratory. W- would you please follow me, gentlemen? Don't try anything, York. I warn you. You see... Some years ago, I became interested in trying to establish electronic communication with the other world. If there was another world. I wasn't at all sure at first.
3: What made you want to try, Mr. York?
2: Well, it began with the death of my only son, Maximilian. He was only 13. I didn't have very much to live for after that. Oh, I loved his mother, but she died in childbirth. So Maximilian had been pretty much my whole world. How did he die, Mr. York? Oh, watch the steps, gentlemen. We were climbing Mount Washington together. Maximilian fell into a crevasse. Oh, my. That's terrible. Yes. The light of the world went out for me, Mr. Anderson. I, I just couldn't make myself believe that I'd never speak to my son again. What else was there? So I began to devote every spare moment to exploring the possibility of communicating with him again in the other world.
3: Say, you've got some set up here.
2: That whole wall there? All shortwave equipment? Uh, Yes. Yes, I've been experimenting with wavelengths in the electromagnetic spectrum... I was looking for a new and special ultra-high frequency. And uh, you you found it? Yes, I did, a few months ago. A new X-T4 frequency, which gave me two-way communication with the other world. Hey, another minute, and this guy's going to have me believe in this jazz. Uh, Mr. York, uh, did you speak to your son? No. No, not yet. For some reason, I don't understand. I've only been able to contact a very special group of dead people... What special group? People who blame others for their deaths and want revenge. I begged them to find Maximilian for me. They, they did locate him, but... Uh, but what? Well, they, they told me they wouldn't allow me to speak to him until I'd helped them first. Until I... was their avenger on Earth. For a dozen
3: of them. Oh, brother, I've heard a mad scientist before, but this guy tops them all. I
2: believe you, Mr. York. But, uh,
3: How do the death prayers work?
2: Well, when I'm sent to a victim's home, I wear a tiny transistor set tuned to the wavelength of my transmitter here. The death prayer really comes from out there, through the relay. I'm rather like a medium being used by them. I I speak in tongues, but what the words mean, I haven't the faintest idea. But how can this possibly kill anyone? I don't know, gentlemen. I only know that they told me the death prayer has the power to paralyze the heartbeat of its victim. I see. perhaps through fright... Oh, come on,
3: Anderson. I've heard enough. Phone for the wagon. One second, Lieutenant. Uh, Mr. York, uh,
2: could you demonstrate that set to us? Uh, Yes. Yes, I can. Uh, As a matter of fact, I was about to go to work when you came. I usually wait for 6 o'clock. That's when the signals are sharpest. This ought to be good. I'm hoping gentlemen that it's going to be a very special broadcast. I've kept my bargain to them. Mrs. Tashler was the 12th. Now they must keep their promise and let me talk to Maxment. John York here. John York here.
3: Stand aside, John York. Hello, Lieutenant. Who are you? I was Frank Morris. Frankie Morris is dead. Why did you kill me, Lieutenant?
2: Hey, here are. Is this on the level? Yes, Lieutenant. You are speaking to a dead man.
3: Why did you have to kill me? I didn't mean to kill you, Frankie. You ran. I yelled, but you didn't stop. I knew I was pushing the stuff only because I was hooked. Was that a reason to kill me? I told you it was an accident. I aimed for your legs. John York, begin the death prayer. You do, Buster, and I'll ram my gun down your throat. He must pay for killing me. John York,
1: the, the
2: death prayer.
3: Dead or not, Frankie, don't you threaten the law, You hear?
2: They don't recognize that lawless Lieutenant. Mr. York, you mustn't. Don't worry, Mr. Anderson. I have no intention of praying any more people to death. You're not going to get the chance, York. I'm putting you in the psycho ward. Listen to me, you people in the other world. I've kept my bargain, avenged a dozen deaths for you. Now keep your promise to me.
3: There is
2: one more vengeance. John York. No. No more. I demand that you let me talk to my son, Max Smellian. Oh, please. Please let me hear his voice again. Father,
3: why did you insist on our climbing my Washington? You knew how afraid I was.
1: Why,
2: I... wanted it to be a glorious adventure for us, son. Just the two of us, alone up there, miles above the world...
3: I would be alive now if you hadn't
0: made me go, farther. Father. You, you killed, killed me. As surely as if you'd pushed me into that grave.
2: Oh, no, you mustn't say that, Maximilian. I
3: must be avenged. I will now pray the powers of my world for your death, Father. No, Mr. York, he mustn't do hey, this. I, sad
2: Anderson. Oh, I want to go, Mr. Anderson. I want to be with my son again. I'm coming, Maxim. Cheristima, mm-hmm. Morteo,
3: Rosanda, Morigris,
0: and Fino.
3: Amen. <laughs>
1: Letter 5 has presented The Avenger, written by Jules Archer, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Paul McGrath, Bryna Rayburn, Gil Mack, Peter Fernandez, and David Kerman. Audio engineers Neil Pultz and Marty Folia. Sound technician Ed Blaney. Script editor Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotzenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater Five, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments right to Theater Five, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.